This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. It is Monday, March the 27th at exactly 5 p.m. Eastern, and this is an emergency broadcast of the bullpen with Adam the Bull as part of the Bet Rivers Network. There's no real emergency, but there is if you're a Baltimore Ravens fan. There is if you're a Lamar Jackson fan. There could be if you're an Indianapolis Colts fan. There could be if you're a New York Jets fan, even though they play in New Jersey. Nobody's been able to figure that one out yet. And so a lot to get to on this Monday night emergency podcast of the bullpen with Adam the Bull, of course, as part of the Bet Rivers Network. Lamar Jackson has reportedly, not reportedly, he tweeted out today that he's demanded a trade. We'll talk about the ramifications of that and more coming up in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. All right, let's get right to it. Let's start with what was tweeted out by Lamar Jackson Earlier today, Lamar Jackson at 1048 this morning tweeted this. A letter to my fans. I want to first thank you all for all of the love and support you consistently show towards me. All of you are amazing, and I appreciate you all so much. I want you to know, I want you all to know not to believe everything you read about me. Let me personally answer your questions. In regards to my future plans, As of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization for which the Ravens has not been interested in meeting my value. Any and everyone that's met me or been around me know I love the game of football and my dream is to help a team win the Super Bowl. You all, you are all great, but I had to make a business decision that was best for my family and I. No matter how far I go or where my career takes me, I'll continue to be close to my fans of Baltimore Flock Nation and the entire state of Maryland. You'll see me again. All right, so there you go. Now, first of all, let me just say uh, once again, I've said this before. I don't know if I've actually said it on a podcast in the few weeks since we've been doing this podcast. I hate the term blank, blank nation. I hate the terms blank, blank mafia, the Bills mafia, Red Sox nation, Baltimore flock nation. Those are all stupid. When you refer to a group of fans as the blank nation or the blank mafia, it's stupid. I find it obnoxious. It never happened when we were kids. Now there's all this nonsense. I find it really irritating. So let me start with that. Now let's get to the meat and potatoes of this situation. Lamar Jackson clearly is ticked off at this situation. Um, The Baltimore Ravens are obviously not happy as well. Lamar Jackson conveniently put out this tweet at basically the same moment that his coach Jim Harbaugh was um, talking at the owners' meetings, so I it it's pretty you know uh, did I say Jim Harbaugh I meant John Harbaugh I always get the, the Harbaugh is confused one Harbaugh or another right John Harbaugh so he was talking at the owners' meetings and 
At the same time, Lamar Jackson was putting out that statement, then all of a sudden he's getting asked that question. This has been a contentious situation between the team and their franchise quarterback for a while now, uh, going back a year. Clearly, Lamar Jackson is not happy. Clearly, they don't want to give him everything he wants. And it's a very tricky situation that we are not used to. Now, some people have compared, I've heard a number of people compare the situation to Le'Veon Bell. That is a terrible comparison. Le'Veon Bell is a running back. Running backs are not valued anywhere close to what a quarterback is. And that, it's not even close. And Le'Veon Bell was older. Uh, quarterback careers are much longer in general for the top quarterbacks. More specifically to Lamar Jackson, this guy has shown you greatness. Not good football. He's shown you greatness. However, and 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 it um, culminated with an MVP, right, in 2019. He was great that year. Didn't They didn't do anything in the playoffs, but that regular season he was phenomenal, both running the ball and throwing the ball. But what's happened since for Lamar Jackson is – his play has gone backwards, not, not necessarily dramatically, but it's gone backwards. And his ability to stay on the field has also gone backwards. Lamar Jackson, uh, in his first three seasons, started 37 out of a, once he became the starter late in the 2018 season, he, play, he started 37 of a possible 39 games. I'll give you his record, even though I think records are overblown when it comes to quarterbacks to some degree, but the record was phenomenal, 20, uh, 30 and 7 to start his career, but nothing in the playoffs, right? In fact, Lamar Jackson has won one playoff game, and that one playoff win was in 2020 after his MVP season. In 2020, or, it was the, the, his third year where he played 15 of 16 games. In the last two years, Lamar Jackson's missed the end of the season and has missed the final five games of the regular season plus the playoffs. So you have a situation that's very unique. Lamar Jackson plays a style of football that it's fair to question how long it can last. No matter how good an athlete you are, no matter how big and strong you are, if you're a quarterback that runs a lot, as Lamar Jackson does, um, it's hard, it's very hard to not get injured. You're taking a ton of hits. Lamar Jackson, um, his rushing attempt is 727 rushing attempts in 61, well, really, in about 60, in 61 starts, okay? So if you do the math on that, that's and I'm not known for my math, but that's over 10 carries per game on average. Last year, he averaged about nine and change, nine and change carries per year. That was his lowest of his career. So if he's running the ball, 10, let's say 10 times per game, well, he's obviously going to take more hits than a quarterback who's running the ball like most quarterbacks. One, two, three, or even five times. And you say, well, there's other quarterbacks that run the ball. Yeah, there are a few. Very few that that run as often as he does. Jalen Hurts runs a lot. Josh Allen runs a lot. 
Now, Jalen Hurts eventually going to come across the same thing. The advantage Josh Allen has, who also runs a lot, not as much as Lamar, but he runs a lot, is Josh Allen is massive. Now, eventually, all the running catches up with you, no matter how big you are. We've seen it with Cam Newton. He's a big guy. He's not as big as Josh Allen, but he's close. Certainly a lot bigger than, than Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen has the advantage of being massive. Now, all that being said, I happen to be a big Lamar Jackson guy. I think he, I, I got him as the you know sixth or seventh best quarterback, the end of the top tier of quarterbacks, right? And there's 25 teams, there's 20-something teams that he'd be a significant upgrade for them at quarterback. Yet, I understand, and, and I understand why he sees what Deshaun Watson got paid in Cleveland. He says, I want an MVP. Deshaun Watson hasn't won an MVP. I haven't gotten in trouble off the field. Deshaun Watson got trouble off the field. And he's saying, well, why would I sign a contract for less than Deshaun Watson? Now, personally, I think Deshaun Watson's the better quarterback. Now, clearly, Deshaun Watson was terrible in the six games he played last year. If you look at Deshaun Watson in Houston, in my opinion, although Lamar won the MVP in 2019, I think overall, Lamar, uh, Deshaun Watson in Houston versus Lamar, to me, Deshaun Watson's the better quarterback. Now, because of recency bias, I think a lot of people would disagree. However, if you look at the last two seasons in particular, and you look at the last two seasons, Lamar Jackson, the last two years, 33 touchdowns and 20 picks, 33 passing touchdowns, 20 picks. His completion percentage, which was 66% as MVP season, over the last two years, it's been about 63%. That's a significant drop-off. Remember, in his first 37 starts, he threw 18 picks. You can live with 18 picks and 37 starts when the guy's doing what he was doing, both with his arm and his legs. He had 68 passing touchdowns. Forget the legs. But the last two years, he has 20 picks in 24 games. That is bad. Plus, the completion percentage has gone down. The quarterback rating has gone down. All the numbers have gone down. So we look at Lamar. We know when he's at his best, he's great. We've seen inconsistency in his game the last two years. We've seen some regression in his game. We've seen an injury proneness that has cost him from the team making the being uh, cost him his team making the playoffs in 21 and cost him in the playoffs in 22. So if you're the rate now, he said he claims that the Ravens offered him a three year, $133 million contract, I believe was the tweet he put out a couple of weeks ago. And he put that out as if that was a terrible offer. Now, I don't think that's a terrible offer by Baltimore. I think that's an offer. He was they were going to guarantee all the money supposedly. That's over that's about 45 million a year. I think that's a fair offer. I understand why if I'm Lamar Jackson, I want longer term protection. On the other hand, Lamar Jackson is young enough that if he had, if he signed a 3-year deal right now, He'd have a guaranteed $143 million, which is obviously life-changing money. And then at the age of 20, let's see, he's going to play this year at 26, then next year at 27, the following year at 28. So going into his age 29 season, 
if he's played well for the three years, then he could break the bank again in three years. If he signs a five-year deal, well, all of a sudden he's 31 and he's a running quarterback. I, I actually think he might have a chance to do better on a three-year deal. But in the end, he wants a deal as long as possible. I I think to me, and if you're a Browns fan, you're happy about this. I think the Browns signing of Deshaun Watson. Now, if Deshaun Watson this season doesn't get back to being the player he was in Houston, the Browns are screwed and it doesn't really matter. But if Watson turns it around, the Browns could say, not only do we end up with a great quarterback, but we screwed over Baltimore because they messed up the whole thing with Lamar Jackson. However you want to say it, whatever side you're on, whether you think it's Lamar Jackson's fault or the team's fault, doesn't matter. The situation screwed up. Now, the question is, will Lamar Jackson actually hold out? He is an, uh, he is a, he's been franchise tag, not exclusive. What does that mean? It means any team can sign him to an offer sheet. And then the Ravens would have three options if that happened. One, they could match the contract, and he's a Baltimore Raven for the length of that deal. Two, they could let the other team, they could not match the offer. The other team would get Lamar Jackson at the contract they offered him, and the Ravens would get two first-round picks. Or three, they could negotiate a deal. I think that would be something that would happen before signing an offer sheet, but a deal is still possible. He wants to be traded. The Ravens have put it out there that even though he he said today he asked for a trade about four weeks ago, that they've still been negotiating since then uh, with the, the deadline to sign the franchise tag coming up, right? Uh, we saw Tony Pollard sign his this week. So who will blink in this situation? The teams usually win these battles. Went to the the Le'Veon Bell comparison a while ago, which I think is a bad comparison. But if you want to bring it up, well, Le'Veon Bell was the one guy, one of the very few guys, sat out for the whole season. It didn't help him. Now, it's different because even if Lamar Jackson sits out for the whole season, he's not going. Like there'll be heavy interest in him because of his talent and because of his position, even if he sat out all year. However. He's been offered $45 million for this year. Even the franchise tag alone, he would get paid a lot of money. Is he going to make that money up in the long term? I think that's questionable. If he sat out all of next year, it would depend on how he played in the 2024 season. So who will blink? Is Lamar Jackson determined enough to sit out an entire season if the Ravens refuse to budge? In general... I don't believe I always assume the players will cave in these situations because in these situations, the players have almost always caved. Now, I don't know Lamar Jackson personally, obviously. Uh, so I know I don't know what he might do in this situation. He's made good money already, uh, but he hasn't made forever. I, I, I guess some people would think it's silly to say he hasn't made life changing money. Uh, I mean, he has made life changing money. But not he hasn't made fu life changing money where he could you know never work again and probably be fine. I don't think. I mean, I guess if he's in, invested his money wisely, that that's uh, a possibility. But uh, the point is, he 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 clearly the 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 way the Watson's contract has figured into this has been huge. Now, what also could happen between now and the time he's either traded or signed is that two guys who are up for extensions this year potentially. Uh, Justin Herbert of the Chargers, and really Joe Burrow, another division rival from Cincinnati. Those guys have just completed their third season in the NFL. 
They're both first-round picks, so there will be, obviously, they'll both have their fifth-year option picked up for the 2024 season. But in theory, the Bengals and Joe Burrow, the Chargers, Justin Herbert, are negotiating long-term extensions. The question is, and this is a big one for Lamar, if either of their situations get settled before Lamar does, will Joe Burrow and or Justin Herbert get a guaranteed money? Because Deshaun Watson did. And you could argue Lamar's better than Deshaun. I would say Deshaun's better. But you could you could see why Lamar would want to get that same money. Kyler Murray did not get all his contract guaranteed. But Kyler Murray, I don't think, is as good as... I, well, I, Kyler Murray's not as good as Lamar Jackson. He's a, a lower tier. But Joe Burrow, if you're going to pay anybody guaranteed money for a long-term contract, Patrick Mahomes would be the number one guy and Joe Burrow would be the number two guy, in my opinion. And then after that comes Josh Allen and some of these other guys, including Justin Herbert, Lamar, and and, uh, eventually Jalen Hurts, potentially, if he has another big season this year. Now, as much as I like watching Lamar Jackson play, I understand why there's some hesitation by the Ravens. Not a ton, because they, according to Lamar, offered him three years and $133 million. That's not quite hesitation. That's just, hey, we're a little worried about your health long term. I don't want to, we don't want to lock into five years. I think it was a, I think it's a fair offer. If I were Lamar, I would have taken it, but I'm not Lamar. I don't have his skill. I don't have his talent. Uh, and, and so I don't know. And I'm fascinated to see what he will do. But in the end, I don't believe he will sit a whole season. So as much, you know, somebody asked me on, on our TV show today on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, do you think Lamar has played his last game in Baltimore? And call me crazy and naive, but this is not the NBA. In the NBA, I would say Lamar Jackson is gone. But in the NFL, the players, the owners still hold a lot of power. And the owners are are basically, you could argue, that it doesn't surprise me if, if there's some collusion here. Now, again, that's something you'd have to prove in court. It would not be easy to do. But the owners want to send a message that the Deshaun Watson contract was an anomaly and is not the wave of the future. Because if Lamar Jackson gets guaranteed money, certainly if Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert get guaranteed money, then that's going to be it then all the the superstar quarterbacks are going to get it. You can't compare Kyla Murray. You can't compare Daniel Jones or Kirk Cousins or Garoppolo. Those guys are not elite-tier quarterbacks. But Lamar is, Herbert is, Burrow certainly is. If those guys all get guaranteed money, then the the owners are going to – that's just it. That's no longer an anomaly. Now it's what it is. It's not going to go back because no quarterback's going to – none of the top quarterbacks, at least, are going to take – non-guaranteed money if that happens the league the the other owners don't want that to happen obviously they're pissed at the Browns they want to to treat that as an anomaly I think ultimately it might come down to Joe Burrow because if Joe Burrow doesn't get his entire contract guaranteed then nobody besides Patrick Mahomes and maybe Josh Allen but I would say I would say if you look at the accomplishment in the playoffs of Burrow that really only Mahomes could could ask for guaranteed money uh, all fully guaranteed contract um, if Joe Burrow doesn't. So Joe Burrow's contract could definitely affect what happens with Lamar Jackson. So even though Lamar's pissed, I still I would still bet if I had to that the Ravens hold firm and try to get it's, I, I know I'm in the minority opinion here. And earlier today, I actually said I don't think uh, Lamar Jackson has played or I I said I thought he had played his last game as a Raven but now I'm second guessing that 
I think there's still a decent chance, as unhappy as he is, because it's the NFL, unless he's willing to to sit out, I still think the Ravens have a good chance to keep him. I'm not convinced they're going to trade him. Now, if I were the Jets, I'd be all in. F. Aaron Rodgers. If I were the Colts, if I were the Falcons, if I were the 49ers, can you imagine? The, now, I don't know. You know, Niners would have to do some camp gymnastics, and it would be tough, well, tough to do. But can you imagine how good the Niners would be if they had Lamar Jackson at quarterback? Oh, my God. With that coach, that creative coach and Kyle Shanahan, that would be a scary proposition. Sorry. Obviously, we'll, we'll keep uh, up on this story. I'll do uh, another uh, bullpen podcast uh, on Wednesday. We'll see if there's any new news on that. But I wanted to get this out there right away here uh, early this Monday evening to kind of get into the Lamar Jackson situation. And we'll see where it goes from here because this is fascinating. We've never, you know, this is one of the most contentious situations we've ever seen between a star quarterback and a team. And there's legitimate reasons why the Ravens would be nervous. His style of play, slight regression, and injuries. And I understand why Lamar would want all the money because he's seen what the Sean Watson got. I get it. I get both sides. How it's going to end up? Crazy. Reminds me a little bit to a lesser degree of the Carson Palmer situation where he just, this wasn't really about money. It's just he didn't want to play for the Bengals. He refused to play, and he did sit out. And eventually the Bengals caved and traded him. Um, does Lamar have it in him to sit out an entire season if he had to? Again, without knowing him, my the odds tell you no. But will the Ravens just want to, you know, and remember, like the Raven, I saw, um, well, it doesn't matter, but the Ravens, if, if they don't have Lamar, they're going to stink. I understand there's something about the Ravens and Steelers. People assume they're going to be good all the time. I, again, the Steelers surprised winning the last four to, or five, whatever it was, to finish over 500. But um, the Ravens are terrible without Lamar. They're not. They're a good defense. I get it. They improved second half of the year. Their offense without Lamar will be the worst in the league. The worst in the league. No debate. And you can't win that way. You can't win with a good defense and no offense in the NFL. Nope. Can't do it. I'll keep you up to date on this. Thanks to Monzo for producing. Thanks to all of you for listening. I'll be back again Wednesday right here. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.